All right, everybody, get your phones out. Mark your calendars right now, April 26th. If you live in Austin, Texas, or maybe you just want to make the drive up, or maybe you want to take a flight over, I'm going to be at Macy's at the Domain, hanging out, shopping with you, laughing with you, getting to meet some of the people that listen and support my podcast. As you all know, Fun on Weekdays is sponsored by Macy's, and they believe in what I'm doing, which is really just trying to build a community that's inviting. Whether you're moving to a new city and you don't know anyone, or maybe you're just looking to meet new friends, one of the things I try to do is connect you with other people so you can have fun on weekdays and get out of your comfort zone and have great experiences and live life to the fullest. So I'll be posting more details when it gets a little bit closer, but I'm so excited to meet all of you, and I look forward to seeing you at Macy's. Hey guys, welcome back. Fun on Weekdays podcast. I'm here with my sister again, Erin. Mm-hmm. I'm visiting from Cleveland, Ohio. I've been here for the last week. Yeah. And I fly home tomorrow. So um, nothing like recording the night before I leave. Um, and it is a little late because we had to rearrange the shelves in the kitchen for the 10th time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we spent about an hour and a half doing that. And I, I still yeah, feel like long. no one is going to be um, happy with it, regardless. But I think it's probably the best that it's been. I will probably change it tomorrow, though, when Aaron <laughs> leaves. So if you don't follow the TikTok, the TikTok. Um, I've been the having, saga. Yeah, I've been having some issues decorating my apartment, and I am not the decorator of my family at all. I can, like, draw or paint, but when it comes to furnishing a place, it's just not my forte. So I asked Erin to come here this weekend to help me. <laughs> well, it wasn't just for that. Yeah, it wasn't just for that, but it was a big help. Turned so, into that. Yeah, she was actually here this weekend because I went to a Mother's Day event um, over the weekend, and my mom, well, our mom, she's my mom too. but <laughs> She's my mom first. Technically, yeah, she <laughs> is. Uh, our mom is a teacher and she can't really take off any time of work so I was like oh Aaron can come I just did an event with Sydney the following week before we went to a Spurs game and I was like huh Aaron hasn't been to Austin in a while it's been almost a year no I was here in January oh you're right but it's been almost <laughs> a year since Eve. you visited me like solo like one-on-one yeah you know yeah 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 so Aaron is here for the weekend and she came with a with plus a, one with a plus one yeah that is a boy mm. with brown hair. <gasps> brown eyes? No, they're green. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. I have a thing for that, too. <laughs> That's so interesting. I don't personally, like, specifically go for brown hair, green eyes, but it, it happens. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's not typically your type, though. Mm, I, I like brown eyes and green eyes and all eyes. Oh, okay. Brown hair. You don't have to be politically correct. You can say that you have, <laughs> you can say that you have a favorite. All, all eyes are beautiful. This is the second episode yeah. that I've been on now. Um, so the first episode was a lot of me talking about Taylor, who was my weekday BFF who had passed um, last May. So I just wanted to like really honor her in that first episode and why my connection to Fun on Weekdays was like... I don't know, really like a good connection with that friendship that I had with her um, that I wanted to talk about. And so I feel like looking back, listening (laughs) to that episode, I was like really stumbling over my words a lot. So I'm going to try to enunciate a lot better (laughs) in this one and not say um or like because that one uh, took a long time to edit out. So just slap me if I do that again. 
Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so after we listened to the first one, actually so many people sent such nice messages. People that I went to high school with or middle school with actually reached out and was like, your episode with your sister was so touching. And I think a lot of people liked us being emotional or deep, I guess. That's not something that Aaron and I typically do or us in Sydney either. And so um, it is different when you're like behind a camera and you're literally watching yourselves and you're saying things that you've never said to each other before. So after we yeah. listened to it, we're like, this was so good. I feel like we really got to like kind of open up. But we were thinking about all the things that we didn't get to talk about and all of like the things about Aaron. Because a lot of you guys know Aaron through my videos and everything and you don't really know her based on the last episode we did so well, today of me yeah well they know of you of course but they just don't know you for you you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's what today yeah. is all about we're gonna talk about a little bit more light-hearted and yeah it was, it was, <laughs> it's hard to find like the right words to say in the last episode so this is gonna be a little bit more Fun. Yeah, and so we need to start first of all with just a life update. So from the first episode that we did, I think I want to say it was episode 21. Um, so go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. But where she was at when we first recorded it, it was only like three months ago. It was three like four it months was like ago. right before Christmas. Yeah, so technically four months, whatever, three or four, four months ago. It's April. I know, but if you think all of January, all of February, all of March. Yeah, we literally did this three. in the car yesterday. It's, yeah. It's like four months. Well, I say it's three. Whatever. A lot has so, happened in four months. Exactly. And so, when we first recorded, you were kind of trying to figure out what you were doing with your job. If you wanted to move, you were living in Lakewood, which you still do. Mm -hmm. So, give us an update on your career life first. Yeah. So, I didn't mention this in the previous podcast because I didn't want it to be out there that I was interviewing and about to leave my job. Um, but I was um, interviewing places and, and was trying to leave my previous role. It was still in marketing, but it was for a company that I wasn't like fully all in with. Um, so I, I got a new job. I, I think it was it was pretty January. recent. It was like, I know. really? When, when did I start? A few months ago. Sometime between the last time we were recorded and now. And I think you had like a month before you started the new mm -hmm. job that you were able to kind of travel and everything, right? Yeah, I'm really bad with remembering dates. But um, I quit the job. I think it was in January. It was a little bit after the new year. Or February. Oh my god, I'm really bad with months and dates. Anyways, I quit the job and I got a new job. And the new job is fully remote and is still a marketing role, which is really similar to what I was doing at the previous company. And um, it's just kind of like a different program than what I was working in before. So I guess like kind of a lot of what I was going through after the new year was trying to figure out how to actually quit that job and how to go about leaving people who I really liked working with, but I I just needed like a change and I needed to do something about it. And um, I had been looking to leave for a little bit of time ever since I did that uh, work remote trip in October, November, where I was in Denver and road tripped through to Arizona 
and worked remote for about a month. It was kind of after that that I realized that I want to be in a fully remote job. And the company I was with was kind of not really at that same pace as that I wanted to be at, so I just had to make the choice to leave. But it it was really, really hard to do because it all kind of just happened at once. Like I were just kind of putting out feelers for <laughs> other companies and interviewed, and then I got an offer like right on the spot. And then I had to make a decision like within a week, which was really fast for me because I make decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it takes me like a month to make a hard decision. Erin and I were at dinner before this talking about the topics that we wanted to cover in this episode. And one of the things that I wanted her to touch on because her and I are very different in our impulsiveness, I would say, is that when I quit my job, it was kind of like I made a decision one day and I just kind of like stuck with it. And I think Erin is a little bit more thought out. Like she thinks about the logistics of things. She thinks about, I, I don't know, um, people's opinions, like maybe a little bit more, not opinions, but like you want to think of all of the different options before you like, finally make your decision. And literally I'm, all the pros and cons of yeah everything that's like a big step like that. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people in the world that well, like you just said, you weren't super crazy about the job that you were in for for the year that you were working there, but yeah. it was like getting you by for the time being. It was a good opportunity at the time. And then you just got to a point where you kind of realized that it wasn't serving you anymore. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have the difficulty of finally like cutting the tie. And as you said, mm -hmm. you really liked the people that you worked with. And so I remember when Erin was talking to me about whether she should quit or not, I was like, you're not you can always be friends with your coworkers. It's not like you have to quit this job and never talk to them again. Like if the people are what you really enjoyed, yeah. it's not like you can, you know, not still be friends with them. And I think that if they really are your friends, that obviously be mm -hmm. happy for you to leave. So yeah. wanted and you to talk about how that felt to quit the job <laughs> and also what, whatever you were about to say right then. <laughs> One of my coworkers actually just reached out to me tonight and was like, we should catch up next week. Um, so I have been staying in touch with them and they're all like young and fun and great people. Um, but what got me to leave was, I guess, I was kind of seeing um, like the role that I was doing there, it all came down to like what I could be making and the flexibility that I could have. and. Ultimately, at the end of the day, like I wanted to be fully remote so that I could go into this spring and summer, like having the opportunity to travel whenever I want to during the week. Yeah. And not having to really worry about taking off work. It was just from the start when I interviewed, I told them up front, like, this is what I want and this is the flexibility that I want with a fully remote job and where I'm coming from. And that's what the decision came down to and it was really really hard to actually tell them that I was quitting because my boss really like did so much for me to get me to the point where I was able to do that full remote trip um, in October and he was like the hardest person to tell and I remember you had that episode I don't remember what number it was 
but I think it was with uh, Kristen. Her and I used to work at TikTok together, and we talked a lot about, like, leaving your job even though you love the people. Yes. And it was that week that that episode came out that Mommy texted me. (laughs) Yeah. My mom listened to the episode, and she's like, that was so good, boo-boo. And she told Erin to listen to it. She's like, Erin, you should really listen to that one. And so I did, and I was... I was packing or I was going some somewhere and I'm like just having that on in the background and I was like okay these are all like really good points and I was like really getting pumped up and then I think that was over the weekend and then I told my boss on that Monday morning um, I put a meeting on his calendar in the morning and said hey can I talk to you about something and then I told him and of course I am a very emotional person when it comes to like just kind of that stuff because I really did like him as a person and I told him I was quitting and it wasn't an easy conversation and looking back on it and like as I was talking to my friends about it that was the first time I had actually quit a job yeah because in my previous company I was let go because of COVID and the pandemic being in the travel and hospitality industry So having to quit a job for the first time at 26 kind of feels like, oh, that's the first time you've ever quit. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess in a professional career, like, yeah, we quit Mally's. Yeah. (laughs) We quit the beach, or I worked at the beach, and... But those um, are all, like, seasonal jobs that you just, you grow out of, and you don't live there anymore, so it's not like they can even fire you. You just don't live there. Yeah. But I definitely do think that quitting a job is a lot more daunting when you are the person in that scenario. Like, when your friend is coming to you asking for advice, it's obviously so much easier to give it than it is to receive it, and sometimes people just move on different timelines, and I think after you quit that job, you definitely felt a little bit of guilt, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. because you were happy. It was because you were like nervous that you were making your boss or your coworkers upset. But actually what happened with your boss? Oh yeah. So the last two weeks, it's just kind of business as usual. And I tried to contribute as much as I could just to leave on a good, you know, what's the word? (laughs) Good note. Yeah. Good note. Yeah. After you quit and you put in your two weeks, it's just kind of like, Mm, they know you're leaving like you know you're leaving so you kind of are just signed off a little bit like not mentally there I I probably did more than I needed to just to like make myself feel better about leaving them but yeah so I went into the office and like cleaned out my little desk and all that (laughs) and um, my boss actually came in on the last day that I had and we just did kind of like a wrap-up meeting and stuff like that and then everything was pretty much finished and he's like I have one more thing and he leaves the room comes back and he shuts the door and I'm just like I'm just oh my like, god what's happening get- <laughs> HR need to get involved where are you going no, with this no. <laughs> no I just like I just knew it was going to be something that was gonna like tug at my heartstrings and he like sits down because he has something behind his back a knife he sits down <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as he just, like, takes it from behind of his back, it's a book. And I'm just like, oh, my God, okay, what is this? And he's like, this is a book that's been on my coffee table for the last however many years. My first boss gave it to me as just a gift, I think, when he was leaving his job. 
as a memorabilia for working for him. And the title of the book was 100 Places? I thought it was 50. Or 50. It was either 50 or 100 You must have read it a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't read it yet. But I love the sentiment behind it. (laughs) So basically... Wait, I'm not finished. Oh, go ahead, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's 50 Places to Hike Before You Die. And it's this little cute coffee book, coffee table book. Yeah. (laughs) That he said his his first boss gave to him and he wanted to pass it down to me and he said I'm not gonna go to any of these places like I'm starting a family I'm having kids but I know that you will and when he said that I literally just like bawled my eyes out in the conference room in front of him because he um, was aware of the whole story of Taylor passing last May And, like, of course I told my work what was going on. And for him to gift me that book that was passed down to him from his first boss was just, like, I don't know. It was a weird connection that I felt like I was supposed to work for him and work at that place for some reason. And it just, like, left me feeling really good about it and leaving, knowing that him and I were still on a good page and like could be friends and he was thinking of me mm-hmm. in that way like he knew that I made that decision to leave because of outside of work personal reasons as well yeah and I feel like so that ending kind of gave you like closure to be able to move on guilt-free into this next role and to be able because you spent so when you yeah. left that job you had what like three weeks in between mm-hmm. your last job and then the new job right so in between no. that, I had, I had one oh. week. Oh, I thought you had a few weeks. Didn't you go on a I trip don't. in between? No. Am I crazy? <laughs> I swear. No. I just went on a weeknight. Oh, so okay. Like, what, was, what was the weeknight trip? Well, we went to a <laughs> cabin in the woods. Oh, Nightmare. that was that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you guys. So where should we end that off at? Let so, me just let me just finish the work story by saying, if you are leaving a job for personal reasons, I feel like that is okay to tell them that that is a reason why, and it doesn't all have to be a professional thing because everybody is human and you have things going on outside of work, and I think that is really what I was caught up on when I was. Mm-hmm. thinking about leaving so we'll end that there yeah and I, like that. I think that's good in all of my episodes I've talked about like quitting a job it's usually about like the role doesn't serve you anymore you're not growing or like about the money or the location or the teamwork or anything and I think you come from a very different side and a lot kind of people of like relate. a couple of those things well yeah all of that too but also I like what you said that Sometimes you have things going on in your personal life that it just... You just need a, that, a different start overall. Yes. So that is where Erin is at currently with her professional career. I thought we needed to give you guys kind of that update. And I also thought that would, would be nice for anybody who is kind of in that stage right now. This is your sign that even if you're not the most like impulsive like person that usually makes big decisions, Erin did it. So you can do it. <laughs> 
And I'm proud of if, her. <laughs> if I made the decision in a week, then so can you. Yes. So wanted to give you guys that update. But we have to address the elephant in the room, which is obviously fun on week dates. I said that it wasn't going to be an empty promise, and I ended up lying. Yeah. So, so we have to explain why it didn't work out. Let me first... Let's start at the beginning. Yes. Let me thank let's, everybody. Let's start by... I didn't even know that the idea came to surface when you posted the first video. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> talked about. It was ideated. And then in my mind, I just like... I had all these B-roll cute videos of Aaron and I was like I'm gonna make a TikTok and then all of a sudden that TikTok kind of did really well and so we formed this Google form for people to submit their brothers and their cousins and their friends to date Aaron and after like two weeks there were like 350 submissions and I think once I got to 100 submissions I'm like shit I'm gonna have to go through these like I don't really have the time to do that she's like oh that's gonna be a lot of work yeah I I kind of I forgot about that part. Yeah. (laughs) So not only that, but I honestly was also kind of like traveling. I had a lot of other side projects that the fun on weekdates just wasn't a priority to get through all of those submissions. But at the same time, Aaron, well, Aaron kind of met a guy or a few. A couple. So it starts (laughs) at the beginning of the year, which I don't know. where Where do you want to take this? Do you want to start like... Well, we recorded right before Christmas mm-hmm. that idea was put out there at the end of the episode that's kind of where it started and then we came to Texas for that week New Year's after Christmas we were here for New Year's Eve and in our mind we were gonna like record again when Aaron was here or we were gonna record for like uh, Valentine's Day time mm-hmm. but then we went out with our parents to Container Bar mm-hmm. and we're just sitting there at a bar table and the game was kind of like, oh, who should we find out of the crowd to like for Aaron to flirt with? Because and that's totally something I would do, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, I've done that so many times. Like, I don't really care. I'll go up to whoever. Yeah, she was our <laughs> entertainment of the night. So, um, ended up meeting a boy who was 22 years old in college. <laughs> Cougar. And just like became friends, and that was a video that was posted out there yeah yeah of my life mm-hmm. um but then we've just like stayed in touch and he ended up visiting me at some point in January it was super random and just was like kind of like a I was being a yes girl going into <laughs> 2022 like something in the air in 2022 New Year's Eve was just like this is going to be my year. I'm just going to say yes to all opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so when this boy wanted to come up to Cleveland for a weekend, I was like, yeah, sure, let me show you around the town. He was nice. He was he was very sweet. He was very, very nice. He's just He just wasn't your person, but... He it, wasn't it my you. person, no. And it was just, that was just like a fun little weekend. Yeah, and I think you don't even go into it thinking like... This no, could there were there either. was no there was no um, expectations or anything. Yeah, but, but in my mind, I'm seeing this. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm really busy right now. Erin has this like guy she's like t- talking to, yeah. hanging out with. This is my excuse that like I don't need to get right on this right away. Because what if they do like each other? Mm-hmm. I don't want to like set her up with guys if she is starting to form feelings for this other guy. <laughs> so then, amidst all of that, her ex situationship reached back out. Yeah, yeah. So that was at the time that I was like quitting my job, 
and there's just like kind of like this again energy something in the new year i'm like okay why allergies probably allergies (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why is he reaching out to me i haven't spoken to you since last summer Mm -hmm. and Um, that wasn't tough and then that was really really hard because i was like what the heck um and then that was like i don't know not really i was very confused at why that was happening but then it was like okay what else is going to happen here because something about the year again was just (laughs) like (laughs) i quit the job like this boy came and visited me from texas my ex is reaching out like what else it it comes Um, in threes you know you know how they say that things come in threes yeah. Well, it did, because then you met. I met. Drummel. Am I allowed to say his name? I probably should have asked him. Yeah. Well, just... well I met Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, I know he's going to be listening to this, too. So you met Zach, and how did you meet Zach? Yeah, and... so... <laughs> okay, so this is a story. So... Um, the week after I quit my job, so I was going into the weekend and had a full week off at that point. That was so repetitive. It's okay. (laughs) Um, It was a Sunday and it was NBA All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. So there was a bunch happening. Oh Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I met him that Sunday at a bar. Let me me backtrack real quick because November around Thanksgiving, I follow this girl and she posted on her story a picture of like her and him mm. and a group of people at a wedding. Mm. And I messaged her and was like, hey, who's that boy on the right? He's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> Us palette girls are not afraid to slide in the DMs. Yeah. If there's any advice I could give, it's to message first. Yeah. People like that. It's bold. Just put some feelers out there. So yeah. that's exactly what I did. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should totally follow him. So I followed him back then, and then it Where'd was... Where'd he go? A, <laughs> 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 I followed him around <laughs> a little bit. Um, he followed me back. Oh. <laughs> and a couple months had gone by until that Sunday of the NBA All-Star weekend. And I was going to Cautious Clay concert... He was in town and performing with Jack Harlow for oh, yeah. NBA All-Star. And so I went with my friend Melissa and Jared, and it was super last-minute thing. And Zach was at the concert, too. And if you, any of you had listened to the previous episode I was on about Cautious Clay and my necklace from Melinda Maria Jewelry that Jenna got me. <laughs> it was such, an, like, such <laughs> a plug right there. Erin is a micro-influencer, you guys. She has 11.7K on TikTok. Yeah. So she is, yeah, she's an influencer now. And that was her first um, ad. That was so subtle. Yeah, it good? was. It was good. Good integration. So you were wearing the necklace. If you didn't listen to the previous oh, episode yeah. of us, Cautious Clay has a large meaning to you. So in the in that episode I was in, I talked about the necklace and the song and the meaning, and it is meaningful to me because it, me and Taylor used to share songs back and forth all the time. And Wildfire by Cautious Clay was the last song that she sent to me on the day of her car accident. And it was just a 
an hour or two before that had happened. So with that being the last text message from her to me, it's just like kind of my song that I like either cry to or I jam out to. And so when we heard that Cautious Clay was coming for the weekend, we're like, oh, we have to go see him. And flash forward, we're at the concert and Zach messages me on Instagram. <gasps> oh, he DM'd you. Yeah, at that point, we had kind of been, like, messaged a couple here and there. Oh, okay, but so... he was at the concert, too. He said, oh, my gosh, we were right by each other, yada, yada, a couple messages. And he said, me and my friends are at Map Room. If mm. you're from Cleveland area... Can, you can hear you it know in about voice. Map Room... Map. Map Room. Map Room. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's right downtown and it's it's kind of like a little dive bar and you've taken me there. Yeah. It's fun. There's an airplane hanging from the ceiling. Cool. Um, yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) so me and Melissa were like, ah, why not? Let's, let's just go meet him. Like, I didn't really care what I was wearing at that point. We're like, I don't know. We're just, I miss meeting up with people like that. Like, we're like, let's, let's just go. Let's be yes girls. (laughs) And so we walk in and we get drinks, turn around, and he's at the table right behind us. We're like, oh, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then we just like totally headed off, got some pizza, hung out for hours there, and mm-hmm. then bar hopped a little bit on a Sunday night. But I didn't have to work the next day because I had the whole week off from oh, yeah. quitting my job. And Erin texts me that night, of course, and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God, I met this guy. And I'm like, okay, I'm so used to hearing this. You know, after a while, you're like, okay. Yeah, the number of times that I've said that, like, from college through my early 20s to now going into late 20s, it's just kind of like, I've stopped saying that. It's like the boy who cried wolf, you know what I mean? But then you did kind of stop saying it. So when she says it now, it's like, oh, oh. Oh. And when she doesn't tell her mom and dad about it, then I know that it's real because she, like, you, I feel like you won't tell them if you think it's someone that could be a potential person. There, and you didn't tell them about him for a little bit. There was a time where I told them everybody I was everything. meeting, everything. Yeah, almost and a then, little too much. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I just kind of, like, jinxed things, and I'm like, I'm going to stop telling them stuff. Like, they keep asking, I'm just going to say there's nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monday. So, I had the week off of work, and... I had applied for the affiliation program. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because then again, she is a micro-influencer. For a getaway cabin, which they have a couple locations and they're growing tiny homes and stuff. Like, they're super cute. They're growing them. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you buy those seeds? Yeah, what seeds are those? (laughs) (laughs) They're expanding their locations. There we go. (laughs) And they had one that was about an hour and a half outside of Cleveland and I was like oh that could be like a cute little weeknight thing to do with just me you know I just quit my job I'll do a little solo trip out to that cabin well okay well what if Zach wants to come with me (laughs) (laughs) so then I just kind of like threw it out there and was like what if you came to this cabin with me I got it for a night and it was our second time hanging out was going to this cabin an yeah. hour and a half away. She didn't tell our parents. This I is didn't, probably the first time we're hearing of it. 
I did not tell anybody that until like a week or two after it actually happened. And it was just like so fun. We had a bonfire, ordered pizza, got it delivered, played hangman and scrabble (laughs) and drank too much wine. I actually got sick in the cabin. You did? (laughs) Did you throw up? Yeah. (gasps) Oh my God. Erin and I have a history of throwing up. Yeah, so that was a great that was a great second impression, but apparently it worked. Not too bad. Yeah. So since then, that was what like two months ago, a month ago, two months. Gosh, when was that? We're not good at dates, if you can't remember. You know. Well, anyway, it's been a little bit of time. So I came back from a weekend trip, and I had this event, and they wanted me to bring someone. So I told Aaron, I was like, "Oh, you should come to Austin for the weekend. Like, you can stay in Connor's place." And you can bring Zach if you want. Like, we've never met him. She was telling me all this stuff about him. And it seemed like she really liked him. Not that Mm -hmm. it seemed. She does. She (laughs) does really like him. And so I was like, okay, like, that can be fun. Because Mm -hmm. our goal is, well, Sydney's already married. So we're, like, we're the last two left for, like, boyfriends. And we have to make sure that, like, they all get along. Like, we can't be getting too serious with someone without our approval. So I was like, okay, this is kind of the testament if he can, like, hang out. Yeah. And, I mean, we we did say, we're like, let's just, we were taking things slow, but mm-hmm. then taking a trip to Austin and meeting both my sisters doesn't That's sound pretty, very slow. Yeah, not really. Which, <laughs> also, too, but, like, we've had boyfriends that we've introduced to the family before, but I think once you get to a certain age, it's, like, a little bit different, obviously, because... It's not just, like, your high school boyfriend coming over after school mm-hmm. and hanging out. It's, like, oh, this is somebody that I'm intentionally dating with the, like, idea that I could, like, have a life with this person. So mm-hmm. I think there is a little bit more pressure. But I think it was okay that you just met us first and it wasn't, like, the whole family at once. Because when Connor met everyone, it was, like, it was mm-hmm. the whole extended family. Yeah. And it was definitely, like, a lot. But you kind of got yeah. to, like, dip your toes in a little bit. Yeah, just... Dip the piggies in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I, I feel like it was natural, though, to, like, propose the idea of coming to Austin, though, because we had already been talking about doing, like, another weekend trip. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be this weekend. And we were thinking about going somewhere in the mountains. And then when you asked me to the event, I was like, well, what if we went to Austin? And he was just, like, so down for it. And... That's really, like, the fun part of it is that he's just so spontaneous and, like, likes to do things just (laughs) on the fly. So, okay. (laughs) If you're watching the YouTube video of this, Erin is, like, smiling from ear to ear. It looks like her face is, like, stuck in a smile like she's taking prom photos. This isn't a rash this time. This might just be blushing. Yeah, so, oh, that's a funny (laughs) part. So, when we did the first episode with Erin, she's very calm right now. The first time, she was a little nervous. And she broke out in like a literal purple rash. Yeah, it was it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like your face is is like the same color, and your chest was just so bright red. She was a little nervous, so it's good that we got the first one done, and now we can just like chit chat now as girls. So she just came, as girls. Yeah, just as girls, and our mom and dad that are listening, and probably grandma and Aunt Leslie too. Hey, girls. Yeah, I've been sending Aunt Leslie all the pictures. Oh, okay. What she think? See, this is important, you guys. Aunt Leslie is, like, very cool. Like, what does Aunt Leslie think? Yeah, it's always that. When I'm cutting my hair, when I'm getting, when I'm dyeing it, when I'm, like, buying something new, like, a furniture piece or something, Aunt Leslie, what do you think? 
you don't like it, I hate mm-hmm. it then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, she likes him. She asked if he was coming to Easter dinner. Oh, is he? Week. No. Oh, too soon. Too soon, okay. Not too soon to meet me, though. <laughs> so they come here, they're just hanging out, and they're just friends when they come here. Yeah, or, we were just friends. Mm-hmm, until. Friday night? Wow, it's been like, it's like a four-night anniversary now. Did <laughs> you guys say happy anniversary? It's been four full days. That's crazy. Do you feel different? No. Oh. Okay, tell us about it. I don't, I don't want to, to feel different. Okay. And I'll say for the audience, and I thought about this. Okay. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, what I want to say is like, you should not stop dating yourself when you start dating somebody else too. Oh, that was so like, good. It was good. I like I've really liked his company. I really enjoy hanging out with him more often. And I just also thinking about me and what I've been through, don't wanna lose the growth that I've gone through on my personal side too and just I've kind of thought like I don't want to stop doing things for me and mm-hmm. stop dating me and you know doing those things for yourself after work and on the weekends that you would want to do some with somebody else but like do it just with you yeah I don't want to stop doing that just because I'm dating somebody else mm-hmm so you have a so, boyfriend yeah is what you're saying so Aaron yeah, so I have a boyfriend now Aaron has a like, boyfriend and I feel like... So yes, on Friday. Okay. How'd he do it? Do you want to share that? I think it's hilarious. Aaron texts (laughs) us. She goes, I think I have a boyfriend now. And we're like, what? Like, tell us about it. She sends us literally like two texts, no context at all. Like At like 11 p.m. Yeah. So during the day, it was kind of funny because he mentioned wanting to go to like a nice dinner, (laughs) like a fancy place. And I was like okay like yeah like I might wear a dress then (laughs) (laughs) and he made like four reservations at different places just for options to have and then we decided like let's just play it by ear and forget the reservations (laughs) you didn't go to any of the reservations we ended up going to the one Sultan time which was the latest one but up until then we're like let's just kind of bop around and go to the a couple places before okay but I could tell that something was kind of like churning in his head mm. like I thought you were gonna say he had a poop <laughs> <laughs> he probably did <laughs> anyways <laughs> um we're like yeah let's just just go with the flow wherever the wind takes us so then um we ended up going to a couple places in East Austin and then went to the reservation at 8.30. And we sit down, nice table inside. There's like some nice music playing. And he's like, do you want to get a bottle of wine? And I'm like, oh my God, I've already had like four drinks at this point. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) he like insisted, like, let's get a bottle of red wine. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to say no because I like red wine. And then he's like, what are you going to order? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm looking at like the cheapest stuff on the menu because it was kind of like a nice place. And he's like, I want you to get steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this the steak that I want is like $52. 
like, I don't know. I wasn't trying to like spend that at, that at that time. And so I, so the waitress comes by and on the menu, there's like 10 different options of steak and you, the price ranges too. And of course, like the filet mignon is the most expensive. And I asked her, I said, what's the, what's another option of filet mignon that's like <laughs> similar, but not, not that. And she went through each steak option and like described where the meat was cut off at and like how it was cooked. <laughs> <laughs> two of us just kind of like kept looking at each other like mm, that sounds good and then I didn't end up getting steak I got the pasta oh my god <laughs> that's probably like the most errant thing that she could possibly do too it just takes so much time to decide and then just not even do it at all completely different route he did get one of the steaks I forget which type it was the way goo something where um, was it cut from I forget <laughs> So he got the steak, I got the pasta, and we're like, okay, let's just kind of share both. And um, at that point, I hadn't really talked about like Taylor or losing a friend or really anything serious at that point. Everything like up until this weekend has been very fun and light and like, let's just see what happens here. And I was wearing my heart necklace from Melinda Maria the and. He kind of already knew, like, it had sentiment behind it, and he asked me after my first glass of wine, um, what is the meaning behind wildfire and cautious clay? Because he's like, I remember when we first met at the bar, like, that you said that there was meaning behind it, that you didn't want to talk about it at map room in front of the pizza. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'll talk about it in front of the pasta instead. (laughs) (laughs) And... Um, we talked about that, had had some nice moments there talking about Taylor, and I told him, like, he has kind of just kind of, wow, kind of just kind of, <laughs> <laughs> become, like, my go-to kind of new friend that is just kind of up for doing stuff on the fly, like how she was, mm-hmm. and I told him that he's... He's kind of your really new done a, a little bit. Yeah. He's been doing a good job with that, and I like that about him. And um, that was, like, nice to talk about. And then he kind of kept looking at me, and I'm like, is he going to say something? And I <laughs> was getting really nervous. And then he grabbed his glass of wine and came over to my side of the booth. Poured it on you. And... Yeah, no, just kidding. He just poured on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hi, what are you doing over here? And because I'm so awkward, and he looks at me, he's like, do I be my girlfriend? And I said, wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I mean, we've, we've kind of been just de- like dating ever since we met. And I'm like, yeah, we have. He's like, I want to keep I want to keep getting to know you and doing this. And I said, do I have to sign something like, to make this official? <laughs> Just Facebook. Yeah. Just No, we're actually not even Facebook friends yet. I said that the other day. I'm like, wow. should we add each other now? Yeah, probably. And then I said, yes. And then like kind of my whole life flashed in front of my eyes of all these horrible dates and past boyfriends that I've ever had 
it also was probably the wine too (laughs) (laughs) that I was just like whoa this is I I guess we're dating and then that was when I went to the bathroom I texted you guys um I have a boyfriend yeah literally all she said was he bought me steak and he came to my side of the booth (laughs) that was like that was literally it and I get this text and what was I doing I was on a flight on my way back to Austin because I was in California for like a day for like two days before I came here so her and Zach were here hanging out like before we got back and I'm like oh my god they're like dating now and that was it and then I took off and then I like got back the next day and I was like so what because for as long as I remember not as long as I remember but (laughs) for the past like few years Erin's wanted a boyfriend and I feel like all of the guys that she's gone on dates with or that have like kind of screwed you over yeah me over or just like eh, not funny yeah there's (laughs) been a lot of like people amongst along the way that I feel like for a little while Aaron might have been a little discouraged and that's where like fun on week dates came about was I was like okay enough of this like she's bad at finding people for herself so I'm gonna find one for her but then that's what happened. We, ha- we had to call off fun on week dates because she ended up finding someone. And I think it truly was when you stopped looking. Mm-hmm. And it was also like after she made this big life change of quitting her job, all of these things kind of started to like fall in line. And I think it's just a testament to the fact that like sometimes you're just never ready for like you can make the excuse your whole life like, Ugh, I don't know if it's like the right time to quit my job or if it's the right time to leave so-and-so, and then you make that decision, even though you might not be fully ready for it, and then it just, like, changes your life and everything else trickles in after that. hmm I think it was just kind of, like, the timing of the fun on weekdates just kept not happening, mm-hmm. that it kept getting pushed back and pushed back, and I'm like, well, I mean, if I meet somebody in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, wait around for fun on weekdates. Mm-hmm. And that was my bad too. I was like also busy. I'm not blaming Erin, but I was like honestly busy. And so when she was meeting these people and like things were happening in her love life, I was like, oh, you know what? I have an excuse that like I'm not going to pry, you know? But all that to say, we still want to do fun on week dates. And we still want to give you guys ideas for things to do on weekdays if you're going on a first date or a 30th date. But before we do that, I thought it would be funny to share our, like, worst first date stories. Because mm-hmm. I have one that I've shared, like, so many times, but I think I can just beat it to the ground because it's still so funny. Yeah. And you have a, you have quite a few, too. I have so. a couple years' worth of funny stories. The Easter Bunny is just a few days and a few hops away, and Macy's has everything you need to be prepared for the holiday from pastel outfits, if maybe you're going to brunch, or even serveware, maybe you're having family over, you're doing a nice dinner and you wanna set the table up really pretty. Whatever you are doing to celebrate the day, if you are, Macy's has you covered, and don't forget to stock up on your Easter baskets too. This year, I'm gonna be making an Easter basket for Quincy, and I have linked a bunch of dog products that you could also get on my landing page, which is macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. So happy early Easter, everyone. I hope you all have a great day with family. Do you want to take it away? No, I should tell yours first because I don't think I know okay. actually. So this was like summer 2019. I was in Austin. It was my second summer working at Sherry Hill. And the second summer that I was there, I was just kind of like, 
I wasn't one of the interns. I was just part-time. Anyways, all that to say, I was subleasing an apartment alone with these girls that I ended up becoming friends with, but I didn't have any friends here. And so I would like work out at the gym that I was staying at. It was the Crest at Pearl for any UT girls that listen to this. And I saw this guy in the gym like a couple times. And one of the times that I was working out, his name was Andre. 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 (laughs) It was like, it was Andre. I couldn't say it correctly. And anyways, we were the only two people in the gym. We started like chit-chatting, you know, he's like on the bicycle, I'm like on the treadmill. We're talking from like across the room. It was just so bizarre. And after that, he's like, yeah, all of my friends aren't in Austin for the summer. All the students, you know, go home. And so I was like, okay, he's like kind of cute, you know. He invited me on this boat and he's like, yeah, it's this big barge. There's a, there's a bar on the boat and be with all my friends. You can like meet new people. So I'm thinking it's going to be one of those like double decker barges on Lake Austin or Lake Travis. And I'm like, sweet, I'm going to meet some new girlfriends. I like dressed cute, had my hair all done, like a cute bathing suit on. And so we leave the gym. I go upstairs and get ready. And then I go and meet him in his apartment. And when I go in there, I cannot tell you like any other word to describe this place than crusty. Like there (laughs) were cups and it was like, I swear to God, it was almost like there was whole milk sitting in the in the cup and there was like, like flakes on cups. That's just like a visualization for you. There were pots and pans everywhere with like stuff stuck to it. There were white claw cans, like crushed everywhere and he was drinking a white claw when I went into his place which I probably shouldn't have gone into his place looking back at it and he was driving too so I was like what the heck like you probably shouldn't drink that he's like oh it's only one I'm like okay okay so we get into his little car and it's like a speed car of course it's a two-door and we're pulling out he's driving so fast what does he put on the radio sandstorm a literal <laughs> 40 minute EDM remix of Sandstorm. I'm not kidding you. Do you know the song? Mm-hmm. It's like... Mm-hmm. High school dance parties. Yeah. After, and our basement parties. Yes. Yeah, you used With to have glow stick parties. Yeah. So we're in this car, and it's about like a 40-minute drive, and I remember texting my group of friends from high school, and I sent everyone my location. I said, if I don't reply, like please look up where I am because I don't know who this guy is. Like, this is probably not good of me. So that's not where the story ends though. So we get to the dock Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking it's going to be this fun boat. We pull up and it's a sailboat, which nothing wrong with a sailboat other than the fact that his friends were like 40 years old with kids, which also nothing wrong with that. It just like was not the vibe that I was prepared for at all. And it was very intimate. There were like eight of us. And so I thought I was going to be, like, mingling with girls and, like, people that were my age. And it turned out he, like, had his arm around me the whole time. And, like, the women that we were with were like, oh, my God, he's so handsome. Like, how did you snag him? (laughs) While they're with their husbands. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. And he was just so – he was so cheesy. It was so gross. And I remember he – followed me downstairs into like the cabin of the sailboat when I went to the bathroom, shuts the door behind him and he thinks he's like being all sexy and he like pushes me on the little cot and I fall back and he like puts his arms on both sides of me and like tries to kiss me and I'm like, oh, you know what? I think we should probably go up. And then I sat there and I like had to talk to the, the women the whole time and I ended up making really good friends with them. But it was just literally the most bizarre date I think I've ever been on. And ever since that point, I've been scared of going on a date like that. And I've told this story so many times on, like, TikTok Live. I've probably told it funnier. 
But that's where my head goes to. I haven't had that many horrible first dates because I haven't gone on that many. But it was a, it was a weekday that we went on the date. <laughs> so your turn. You're up. Oh, my. Um, I don't remember that happening. Oh, I didn't really tell anyone because I knew my parents were going to be so pissed at me. For getting if, in a car with a stranger. Not only getting in a car, but getting on a sailboat. What if he dumped me out in the middle <laughs> of the lake? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was tough, but I drank a lot, so I was like, mm, mm. okay, this is, mm-hmm. this is, like, fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lot of first date stories in the past however many years that I've been single, and there's a couple that come to mind that are just, like, dumb and funny, but it kind of got to the point where I was going on so many dates that I was just like, eh, why not? What could be worse than the last one I was on? <laughs> and I was just kind of like, again, being a yes girl. And at that time, I was just like, yeah, sure, let, let's go. <laughs> and um, I think it was during 2020 when, like, all my, my guy friends would come over. We'd just, like, hang out on the porch and just chit-chat and stuff like that. And I would always be the one with, like, another dating story or like things that happened or like I would keep them up to date on stuff just because they always laughed and they're like Aaron why do you go on so many bad dates and I'm like I don't know and she does it for the plot she does it for the stories I think (laughs) truly like she is doing a service to everyone else by being able to share these these funny stories yeah just do it for the plot um that's what Serena Serena Kerrigan yeah she would love to hear you say that Um, so then my guy friends are like, why are they so bad? Like, what's the common denominator here? Like, it it sounds like it's you. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I never really thought about it that way. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm the one that's bad at dating. (laughs) That's not where I thought you were going to go with this. So you're going to tell the story of how you were on a bad, how you were bad at the first date? Well, no, I, I mean, I've had a lot of bad, bad dates, but... I thought I was being great, but then when I tell the stories, my guy friends are like, what happened <laughs> there? So one of them that just like makes me laugh, um, I had a friend who was working for the Cleveland Browns and Go Browns. I don't think I've ever heard this story. No, you have. Okay. And we were like, okay, we're flirting, like kind of liked him. Like, I don't know. He asked me on a date. Sure. I think this was honestly a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to like a little happy hour, had a beer or two. He picks me up, um, opened my car door. That's nice. Okay. Go inside, <laughs> grab a beer. My two girlfriends were there. So then it turned into like a group thing. And so like, that's fine. Like when you like your friends out he wanted to hang out with them so I'm like okay and I wasn't like super into him from the second that I got into the car when he picked me up anyways (laughs) (laughs) so when we saw my friends I was like oh thank god so uh it was just like kind of like a good friendly time and then he wanted to go downtown Cleveland to the piano bar Mm, I love it there I ripped my jeans there one time yeah jumping over the fence I didn't have an ID (laughs) I was underage. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they were your, they were your jeans, actually. Yeah, I was so pissed. Yeah, but then they actually ended up looking really cool because that became in style when there were no jeans on the when there were yeah. no pockets on the butt. Yeah, just like a ripped crotch. Yeah, because <laughs> it was on the butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you went to the piano bar. 
So it was a Wednesday night at the piano bar. The light is bright outside. The sun is still shining. It was maybe like 6.30 p.m. And my friends had come with us and we're like, okay, let's just have a chill, a chill time with live music. There's maybe 15 people in the whole entire bar and they're all visiting from Michigan for some reason. <laughs> and the piano guys are going, we have like another drink and this guy who I'm with, he goes over to the ATM and he's like, I'm gonna request a song, I have to go get cash. I'm like, okay, what are you gonna request? And he's like, you'll see. <laughs> oh wait, you just told me this other night. Yeah, so then he goes to the, the ATM, um, grabs a casual $100 bill. Yeah, he was totally trying to flex. ATMs don't even come in $100 bills. You usually have to do it in 20s. And well, maybe he got a couple 20s. Five 20s. Okay, so he didn't have a $100 bill. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> well, you just said he. they don't come There's in a hole in your story now. Is it credible? <laughs> How many drinks in were you at this point? Just three. Just three, okay. okay no, so it was grabs... a $100 bill. That's what I said, but then you said ATMs don't give $100. Okay, so he might have gotten it from the bar. Who knows? He had $100. He got it somewhere. <laughs> He puts it in the jar on the piano, comes back, sits down at the table. And I said, what song did you request? He said, oh, you'll see. And I'm like, when am I going to find out? He's like, after two more songs. And like my two girlfriends are like, oh my gosh, wonder what he played. And then it comes on and he immediately hops out of his chair and gets on the stage. He's the only one up there. And what song is it? Are you asking? Yeah. What song was it? Tell us. The Tell song, everyone. The song was the thong song. It, like like the thong, the thong, thong, thong. Thong, 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 thong. <laughs> Who's that Horrible, by? horrible. Should we harmonize that? No, I don't know it. Three, two, one. Thong, 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 thong. We both went low. We both went low. Okay, so he plays a thong song. And then everybody's from Michigan, and they're like, Boo. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like thongs up there <laughs> granny Penny's only up there he was giving people lap dances at 7 p.m on a wednesday and thought it was the funniest thing and came over to me and then gave me a lap dance because he told everybody that he was there with me and i was his date and it was just like the funniest thing and so horrible but then after the song was over, he's like, do you mind if I like go meet up with my friends? And I was like, please, please go. <laughs> I'll get a ride home for mine that are still here. Like, how are mine even still here? So that was, that was one that was funny. And I don't even think I've seen him since. Do you get, um, well, everybody talks about X. Now I feel like X really only became a thing about a year ago, honestly, probably from TikTok. I feel like that in itself, that entire story is like an ick. That's an ick. You have, what are some other icks you have? I don't know, but I did a virtual date once. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my mind went to. During 2020, I had a first date over FaceTime because that was what Hinge was recommending. Oh, yeah. They were, they were all for the video dates. They were all like... I didn't think anybody actually did it. You did it? Oh, yeah, because I was like, why wouldn't I? Well, not with strangers. That's like ubu. No, I did it with a stranger. You, you, you used like that? I, Roulette? What was that called? Well, back in like fifth grade, yeah. Chat roulette. You used chat roulette in fifth yeah. grade. Yeah, maybe six. <gasps> we would have sleepovers. I think I did too. We would have sleepovers and just see who was on chat roulette at night. Yeah, a lot of perverts on there. Probably shouldn't check that out. 
Anyways, so yeah. another first date was virtual during the pandemic, and everybody laughs at me for even having a virtual date because they're like, only Aaron would have a virtual date <laughs> and have a like bottle of wine by herself over the camera, and it was re- it was really nice. So where did the where did the ick come from? You <laughs> said I said what's your ick, and you said oh, it was oh, really okay. nice actually. Well, <laughs> well, let me get to that. Um, he pulled out his guitar. Oh, I remember this. Oh, gosh, I really don't hope he listens, but no, he's a really nice guy. But he did bring out his guitar and started singing and playing, and I just didn't know how to interact virtually. <laughs> that is and so, so awkward. And so that was just like, I don't know the song, I don't know how to sing along or harmonize. Yeah, and, and the cu- the computer uh, might lag anyways. So even if you are harmonizing, it might be off. Did you ever watch, did you watch Love is Blind? Yeah. Did you watch Sal? No. And okay, Sal and I forget the girl that he ended up with, but he like serenaded her at least three times, and just to watch it was just so awkward. Like, what do you do when someone is singing to you? I don't know. And they're not on a stage, performing for other people. It's just like one on one. What do you do? I just kind of sit there. Do you like? I don't know. You just kind of bat your eyes. I honestly think in that situation, I might have crumpled paper by the speaker, and. Like, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Bad connection, bad connection, sorry, it cut out. I think that's what I would do. Well, instead, I took a video of it so I could send it to my friends. Oh, my God, don't admit that. <laughs> don't admit that publicly. No, I just did. Oh, okay, too late. I mean, it's fine. It was funny. It's cute. I did go on a second date with him. You did? Yeah, we went on a walk in the park. Oh, my God. So you met him in real life after the virtual date? Yes. How far did you walk? Uh, five miles. Oh my god. So Connor and I, the first time we met, we went for a walk. And that leads me actually to my next question that I was going to ask you. So last week's episode, Connor and I proposed the question because we saw this on a TikTok of for the first date, do you think that only getting drinks is acceptable for a first date? Because the video that we saw was basically saying anything more than just drinks is a no. That is like an ick for the girl that said it. Do you Mm -hmm. agree with that or no? I think it, if you are meeting for drinks for the first date, I think it depends how that first drink goes. If yeah. you want a second drink or if you want to go somewhere for a second drink or do anything after that. That's a good point. Like it depends I guess how the conversation goes maybe. Yeah. That is a good point. I guess if you're meeting for drinks, you could just go somewhere after that. It doesn't have to be just that. But I would say if you're, like, super interested in someone and it's, like, mutual, wouldn't you want to do something that's a little bit more interactive than just drinks? But we were going to say the reason why you shouldn't get dinner is don't you have a story about that? Well, in general, I feel like I've been on a lot of first dinner dates that it's just awkward when they pick you up at your house. They shouldn't do that. Which, okay, back to that, don't let anybody pick you up for a first date because Mm -hmm. first of all that's not safe even though we've done it (laughs) second of all now having done it we know that it's really really awkward because it's like oh you're meeting them for the first time and then you sit in the car and like twiddle your thumbs until you're at the restaurant just meet them there because then that saves that whole awkward car ride yeah and then you can leave whenever you want too yeah but i stopped doing dinner dates after this one that i had and it was so horrible he picked me up which was horrible 
We drive there, park it, horrible. Oh, I didn't even like him from the second I got into the car. And then I'm like, I have to eat a whole dinner with him. And he was chomping on his gum the entire mm. car ride. That's one thing that I cannot do. That, that's an ick. Yeah. Chomping that... on the gum. So he was chomping on the gum. Couldn't I couldn't unhear that. <laughs> Go into the restaurant, sit at the table, still chomping the gum. And I'm like, when is he going to spit this out? We had ordered drinks. Appetizers were coming. And he had all of those liquids in the gum and he's still chewing there it? Was still, there was still gum in his mouth. Oh he goes God. to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, thank God he's spitting the gum out. No, he might have had it under his tongue, like in SpongeBob, mm. where they hide the pickles. Maybe he was hiding yeah. the gum. No, he didn't, because he came back to the table with the gum still in his mouth. Oh my god! Just put it under the table. He put it on I'm his plate. <gasps> <laughs> he have like crumbs stuck in it with like a different color from all the things that he ate and drank. He ordered pierogies <laughs> and put it on the plate with the pierogies, like. Not even on the side. It was like almost in the middle of the plate with the pierogies. Like the gum was there. Interesting. And then he didn't like the pierogies either. He was just observing. He wasn't complaining about them. He was observing. Every time Aaron says it, like every time Aaron makes a comment, like, ah, oh, it's so hot in here. I'm like, quit complaining. She's like, I'm just observing. I'm not complaining. She's like, mm, you really wish I would have brought a sweater. It's like I'm just so observing chilly. Temperature. I'm just observing. So we started saying that, you guys. If anybody ever says, like, quit complaining, you're not complaining. You're just observing. You're just observing. Yeah, exactly. So I was observing his pierogies with the gum. He didn't like any of it. And then I'm like, I just want, I don't like this kid. I didn't like him from the, se- the second I went in the car. Like, get me home. He had to drive me home, too. It was horrible. I would have gotten met, an Uber. I met him on Bumble. That was like a, a yes girl night that I was like, ah, free dinner? Okay. Oh, my God. And then I stopped going on dinner dates, and I stopped having people pick me up. Okay. So don't do that, you guys. Yeah. Don't do that because that's what happened with her. So I guess where I'm going with all of this is first dates can be, like, kind of fun. You know, obviously you have to do it on a weekday. I feel like first dates are not for the mm-hmm. weekend. Agreed. Un- unless you are going as a group. Like, say you meet somebody on Hinge and he is like, hey, like a group of my friends are going out. And then that's you not a go date, out though. with your friends. Yeah, that's not a date. That's just casual meetup. Let's see if we vibe in person that's a good before point. we go on a first date. That's a good point. So, hangouts, you can do that on a weekend. But a first date, I truly believe, should be a weekday. It should be a Tuesday. Or a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. No Thursday, because Thursday is like pre-weekend. It's a, it's a, it's a pre-Friday. It's technically a weekend in my book. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday or Thursday, uh, Tuesdays or Wednesdays only. There you go. Okay. So we came up actually with some ideas of things you can do for a first date or a 30th date, whatever, however many dates you've been on. We gave you guys some ideas that we wrote down on a notepad somewhere. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's right here. It's right next to us. Oh, it's under my blanket. Okay, so we were really trying to get creative with this. So, and also really try to tie it back to the fun on weekdays idea here. So the first one that I have is make a music video together. And this was truly inspired by a music video that Aaron and I and our cousin Jamie made to party rock anthem in our Aunt Leslie's house. The basement. Yes, we all with got... matching outfits from Joan Fabrics. We got matching t- Gildan t-shirts from Joanne Fabrics, 
that coordinated with the color of our bandanas. I think I got purple, you got pink, and Jamie got blue. Yeah. And we all got cropped uh, leggings from Victoria's Secret Pink, which our aunt bought us. And we were like, oh my God, these are so expensive. Like, it was great. So we made a music video on Facebook to it. And it was so fun. And I feel like... Everybody's going to find it now. Yeah, making one of those like old school Can you put music videos. Yeah, I could probably find it and repost it. Um, I think that would be so fun. I used to make stop motion videos on my webcam. I mostly did it to Kesha. But I've never done it with like a boyfriend. So that's going to be added to my weekday activity. Make it to a John Mayer song or something couple Something couple mm, I mm. I disagree. I think something like early 2010s <laughs> pop. Like oh, okay. Waking Up in Vegas. Never mind. Yeah, something cheesy. Okay. You could do it, you know, you could do it sentimental if you want. Okay, next kind of one. We have a long list. We do have a long you can't list. Really so let's explain it that long. Okay, next one. Fill a piece of furniture? Flip! <laughs> Go ahead. Flip a piece of furniture. And when I say that, I mean flip your furniture upside down <laughs> in your living room <laughs> and just laugh at it. <laughs> no, actually, like, go to Goodwill or a thrift store or anywhere. Like, drive down the street, find a piece of flea market, free furniture, mm-hmm. and paint it or put some new knobs on it or I don't know just flip it yeah I think for your place. doing anything like creative together is a good little bonding thing and it doesn't have to be expensive either because if you find something that's free or Facebook marketplace too honestly that's just such a good little like craft and you could do that after work any day and be something fun to do also along the lines of something crafty which I think I've mentioned this before Connor and I got these like super cheap uh, canvases from Walmart and like really cheap paint. And we came home one night and like put on a movie. Oh, I think it was actually um, a holiday movie of some sort. It was mm-hmm. around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause. Put that on, drink wine, and painted. And now his little painting, it's actually very good, is in his office. And that was like a fun thing that we did. It was not something that we normally do. Fun. Good idea. Fun. Yeah, on weekdays. Okay, next one. Uh, glamping, camping, or staycation. Really just go somewhere else, sleep in your car, sleep in a hotel or a tent. Yeah. Just kind of get out of your place and sleep go in a closet. <laughs> in a sleeping bag. Okay. <laughs> Literally anywhere other than your bed, maybe the couch. And Actually, sleep on the floor. You know what? That is a good point. We sleep in the living room pretty often with Quincy now and it, it it's kind of like going on a vacation that's it's a good idea mm-hmm. and you don't it's not like a big commitment mm-hmm. okay along those lines while you're there or if you're not there um I love especially because the summer and the spring is coming up um bonfires there's nothing like having a bonfire with a boy that you have a crush on or a girl that you have a crush on and like roasting something personally <laughs> I only a hot dog eat, yeah I only eat hot dogs and marshmallows if they are completely charred, like just straight, just straight black. Like if you touch it, it, it'll crumble a little bit. That's the only way I'll eat it. Next one. Oh, this is, this is all Erin. This was her idea for this one. Okay. A a game night specifically with Scrabble and Hangman, uh, because that's what me and Zach did. I like that. And that was like a Wednesday. I think maybe it was Thursday, but just like put our phones away, had a little game night, mm-hmm. used our resources, which was crayons, okay, and a piece of paper. I like that. 
I like that. And that was when you guys were doing a little staycation, a little glamping action. Yeah, we were glamping. And okay. we did that too, combined the two. The next one, and I think this was actually Connor's idea, was tie-dye shirts. That's fun. <laughs> get a white t-shirt, or you could also do it the flip side. You could get like a black t-shirt and you could bleach it in your bathtub. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That takes a little bit of time, and it's mm-hmm. something kind of creative. That's just something fun to do. Everybody was tie-dyeing their shirts during quarantine. <laughs> like, everyone. Yeah. All right, next one. A cooking challenge. Mm-hmm. So you could cook it for each other or cook a really nice meal and go donate it to the homeless shelter in yeah. your area. Yeah, we love that. We love that. And you can make a cute little video of throwing flour at each other, on each other's noses. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to wear an apron, nothing else under it. What? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Grandma probably has one she can give you. Oh, totally. She'd be really into that. Yeah, she would. Let's not tell her the plan with it, though. Okay. Next one. Oh, speaking of grandma, this is something that we would always do at Grandma and Papa's house. They had a Nintendo 64, and we would play Donkey Kong and Super Mario for hours during every single holiday. And so if you can find, like, an old-school gaming console of some sort we grew up playing gamecube it is so fun to play like an old school game don't play it on xbox or ps4 like nintendo switch if you can find it like you can spend hours (laughs) doing that so that was one of the things that we wrote down vintage games yeah (laughs) vintage games okay um next one was plant your own herbs or succulents or really anything just get some seeds just go to the (laughs) store and get some seeds and plant something and then just like nourish it together and watch it grow (laughs) and watch your relationship grow at the same time too you know something to bond over okay after that this is another idea is go to a thrift store or like just anywhere that's super cheap and buy each other an outfit And it could be, like, as outrageous as you want or as stylish as you want. And then you have to go somewhere in public together in the outfits. So you could, like, go to dinner or you could go play putt-putt. That was another one that we have. Um, But just do something in public in the outfits. And the humility of you guys together will just make you stronger. It's a good one. You could do that on a Wednesday night for sure. Yeah. And you could also do a spa night. Mm, I like that one. Um, which you could do face masks, lotion, foot massage, pedicures, all that jazz. Yeah, I like that Back one. Back massage. Mm-hmm. Just make it make it like a thing. Yeah, you could guasha, guasha your boyfriend. Do you, Jade roller, your yeah. boyfriend. I don't girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. Be inclusive. <laughs> I don't guasha. I just have a nice jawline. What about you? Mm, I gouache. Mm. Okay. I need to start. Can I borrow that? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I'm not giving you anything else anymore now. <laughs> Next one. Okay. This one was kind of funny when I like read it, but when we were saying ideas, it sounded like a really good idea. Go on a long drive. Just get in the car and drive. I like that though. I do like it too. You find like a good road. You can kind of windy. And Aaron's idea was to pick music alternating so like I'll pick a song that I want to listen to and then he would pick a song and then you can kind of like get to know each other's music style and what you like mm-hmm. I think that's a good I yeah. think music is a really w- good way to get to know someone mm-hmm. on a little bit deeper level and really bond over something mm-hmm. I mean you obviously have a good relationship with music yeah. speaking of music yeah, 
Oh, write a song or poem about each other. Mm-hmm. The poem would probably be a little bit easier. I feel like they've done this on The Bachelor, actually. And oh. They've had to perform it on stage. Wasn't this Connor's idea, too, now that I think about it? It yeah, might have been. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Classic. <laughs> my dad used to write... My dad. He's mine, not <laughs> yours. Our dad used to write our mom poems. I think he probably still does, but they kept it. So it could also be a really good sentimental thing that you could have at your wedding one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah. Okay, this is actually my idea. So I've said this before. I think it's so funny when, when girls do like presentations. It's like, I said this earlier, why Abby shouldn't date David. You know, like things like that that are just kind of inside jokes. Okay, I think it would be a good idea to do a presentation about literally anything. It could be about like aliens. It could be about... Um, like your upbringing, it could be about yourself, it could be about anything, and you do like a little presentation, and you put it on the TV, you screenplay it, and then you do it with your partner, and then you get to know each other, and I feel like that's so fun, mm-hmm. and it's free. I do like that, as long as you have PowerPoint. Yeah, or Google Slides. Google Slides right. will work. Yeah. Was that another ad, Erin? It's free. Fry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we only have a few more. Oh, this is the one. This is the one I was most excited about. Take it away. Make a science project. (laughs) Connor suggested a volcano. I would suggest uh, building an alien because that's what I did in fifth grade. Oh, we did. Yeah, we built aliens in fifth grade. That was actually super fun. But growing up, we would play with uh, salt dough. Yeah. And you mold it into whatever you want, and then when it dries, you actually bake it, and then you can paint it. And you can make it into, like, an ornament. You can make it into earrings. You can literally make a it into power anything. Weight. Yeah. Paper, paperweight? Paperweight. <laughs> Would you call that a powerweight? <laughs> Those were some of the ideas we had. But then for any of our long-distance girlies out there, yeah. we liked this idea. Or you, I mean, you don't have to be long-distance, but we thought this was fitting. So you could buy disposable cameras. And then you could decorate it with stickers. My friend Caroline Patterson, Patterson um, made a video of doing this for her bachelorette. So it was super cute. She decorated them. But then you could send the camera to each other and then develop the film and see like what they took pictures of. You know, uh, And then you can kind of see what your partner is up to. And maybe you could send them nudes that they won't post online. <laughs> and you won't have like a digital trail. Um, oh, this one was mine. Yeah. So... If you ever take any pills, medications, you know what this looks like. (laughs) It's like a Sunday to Saturday pill box. It goes by the day. You can get it at any drugstore, Target, um, really anywhere like that. And you would put like a note or a little treat or a little piece of candy, a sticker, really anything like in that day that you would want them to open. And I guess the thought behind that was if, like, you're leading up to seeing them within, like, a week or two, you can get them a pill box for the week or, or two pill boxes. <laughs> and then just fill it up. And then they can count down the days until they see you. Yeah. I also, I really just like to, like, leave notes. That was something that I used to do um, when I would, like, be hanging out and then I'm leaving for a little bit. I would, like, leave notes in random places that he could, like, find it which is kind of cheesy, but it's a sentimental thing to do, especially when you're long distance, you don't get to see them. And sometimes 
when you do it's just over FaceTime. So uh, the last one is to order food for the other person, just like surprise them with something and then eat it together on FaceTime like you're out to dinner. And you could like play a card game over, I mean you could play like we're not really strangers or one of those types of card games, not like Slapjack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Slapjack, I don't, the really, camera. Yeah, I don't think that would really work. Um, but those were just some ideas of fun dates that you could do on a weekday because weekdays are the most common first dates or just common day for a date regardless. Yeah. But and when it comes to a first date, just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. These were a little bit more creative. Yeah. Or, or we tried. We tried. We tried. <laughs> I really did want to give you guys ideas. But um, I guess that'll be it. Gosh, we have so much more that we could talk about. I feel like Aaron could be on like three more episodes because we were going to talk about dating apps, but I feel like that's just a whole different topic whole in itself. Story. Yeah, that's a whole other story. I just deleted mine, so. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, well, you guys, I'm not going to give you a fun thing to do this week because we just gave you literally 20. We just 20. gave you a shit ton. So. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit more lighthearted. And let us know if you want Aaron back on and what we should talk about the next time. Well, of course they will. Well, yeah. Of course. Thanks for hanging out with us. All and right, uh, see you next Tuesday. That's how I ended the first one. Yeah, that's how I usually end them all, too. Yeah, but you know what that stands for, though, right? You said the same thing last time. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. <laughs>